geez, is there anything I could outsource that would allow my actual 15 hours to be even more productive? Are there parts of the sales process that actually make me more money than other parts? Now, all of a sudden, you're managing your time because you're doing it based on the outputs. So I love pay time, no pay time, but I love even more taking a, a quantitative view of it to figure out what that actually means. Well, it makes it so personal. So it personal. does. Hi, everybody. It's Pete Oliver. Welcome to the Emerge On Purpose podcast. This podcast is for sales reps and managers who want to become better leaders. Each show, we'll talk about a different leadership principle that will help sales reps and managers emerge on purpose. All right, Pete, here we are for another episode of Emerge on Purpose. We're talking about time today. Uh, our most, most valuable asset. I said that at the end of our last podcast. And um, we're going to do everything in our power to keep this one a little bit tighter and shorter as we know that people are uh, always seeking ways to hack time and uh, trick time to, to maximize and be more efficient. So what direction would you like to take us today as we dive into time hacks for yeah, salespeople and really anybody, but sales Really focus. anybody. Yeah, let's, 15 minutes. Let's keep it to 15 minutes. All righty. I got my okay. eye on the clock. Let's start, let's start with one that's near and dear to my heart, okay? Yeah, please. So Sandler has this concept called pay time, no pay time, okay? Imagine you draw a line across a piece of paper horizontally and the stuff that makes you money goes north of the line. Okay. Stuff that doesn't make you money goes south of the line. So that's why we call it pay time. Okay. So depending on the role you're in, you can interpret that different ways. But with sales, it's pretty simple. If I'm in the sales process itself, okay, if I'm networking, if I'm trying to generate pipeline, if I'm having conversations, maybe with strangers, maybe with clients, if, if I'm prospecting, if I'm doing stuff on LinkedIn, if, if I'm having discovery meetings, solution development, advancement meetings, presentation steps, account reviews, all that stuff that would be part of your selling responsibilities, figure out the net result of that activity, okay? Now, first of all, you want to maximize pay time. That's kind of goes without saying, but our head sometimes will put us in other places. We get distracted. We chase bright, shiny objects. We think we're busy, but we're not necessarily busy doing the things that, that could help us accomplish our goals. So what I like to do is try to figure out what that pay time is worth. So let's, let's just say you got, you, you can do it two different ways too. The output can be money in your pocket, okay? The output could be uh, quota. So you basically, I like to do money in my pocket. That's kind of like what I like to do. So you take 
the total number of hours that you invest in your pay time activities and then divide that. I always get confused on which number you divide into which. So the amount of attainment that you got from the activity divided by the hours of activity to figure out what that time is worth. Like you look at a typical consultant, they charge $300 per hour. Okay. Sure. Their, their time, if they're in pay time is $300 per hour, whatever that is. As salespeople, we can do the same thing. Okay. Take all of that activity, figure out what you achieved because of it, divide it, and then know what your own hourly rate is. When you know what that number is, makes you want to do more of it. Now, all of a sudden you're thinking, am I fully utilized? Is my 12 minutes a week where I'm actually selling something, is that fully utilized? Or maybe should I try to get it up to 10 hours a week? If I'm at 10, what would happen if I got it to 15? Sure. Okay. Jeez, is there anything I could outsource that would allow my actual 15 hours to be even more productive? Are there parts of the sales process that actually make me more money than other parts? Now, all of a sudden, you're managing your time because you're doing it based on the outputs. So I love pay time, no pay time, but I love even more taking a, a quantitative view of it to figure out what that actually means. Well, it makes it so personal. So it personal. does. Not only, as you said, am I being utilized, but for me, where my mind went is time wasting. And if you're putting a dollar amount on those hours and again, if you think of a calculation, if you waste five minutes every day for the entire year, that's 40 hours, 40 hours times whatever your number is, 300 or could be well, well beyond that. That's a lot of money that I mean, you're wasting. I would bet in Again, this, I haven't done a, I'm not a detail guy. I think you know that. I would bet what we just talked about is a gigantic scotoma for a lot of salespeople out there. I bet you most of them don't know what a selling hour is worth to them. I would agree. You're probably right. And, and then, you know what? It can get more complicated. Let's pretend you have two responsibilities. Both of them make the company money. Like in our case, we, we sell and we train. Okay, that's what we do. It's our product. So we're a part of the delivery process too, not just the sales process. So right. in some cases, you might want to put uh, a quantitative dollar amount on the different roles that you play and then determine what the right balance is going to be between those roles. Sure. So all, all of that's important, especially if you've got a team, especially if there's a team dynamic associated with it, because one person's ratio is not going to be the, the same as another person's ratio. Right. Their, their, their value quotient, if you will, might be completely different. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's one. And I know we said 15 minutes, so let's, let's roll. Yeah, number, let's number do it. Two. Number two. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, I would say the time matrix. So that's something I think a lot of people are aware of, maybe or maybe not, where there are four different buckets and you grid them based upon an urgency. So that to me 
is a great way to make a list or a great way to be mindful of your time and watch what you do. Or especially if you're in a management or leadership position, how you can get some things off your plate. Do you leverage okay. that at all? So the Covey matrix important. Right. Yep, exactly. Yep. So the four buckets, draw two by two. Up top, you have important, yes or no. Along the side, you have urgent, yes or no. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me ask you a question. So time management wise, give, give me one word for each of the four buckets. Okay. <laughs> Let's do important and urgent. When it comes to important and urgent, those are going to be tasks with clear deadlines and consequences if they don't happen. So do. Okay. Do it. Good. Like, I guess do that's it. two words. Okay. <laughs> important, important, but not urgent. Important, urgent. So not urgent. That would be, they would bring me closer to a long-term goal, but not a deadline. So schedule it. Schedule it. Okay. Important, not urgent. Do it. important, not urgent. Schedule it. Important, urgent. Do it. Okay. How about not important and urgent? Not important and urgent. If it's not important to me, that probably means it doesn't need my expertise in order to be completed. So that means if it could get done by somebody else. So delegate. Delegate. Cool. Okay. Not important, not urgent. Delete it. Okay. Or That's an easy one. Or in my case, let them pile up. <laughs> I was just going to say how many of those emails uh, okay. fit into that character. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're just distractions maybe, or don't add real, real value, which can be hard, you know, like even I've, I used to do it as, with uh, an old boss. Is this a, 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 a now uh, or a sometime you want it to happen or a never? Like, is this just an idea you're throwing out there, but you really don't ever care that it happens? It's just this weird random idea. So yeah, you, it, you have to be discerning. Okay, number three. How much time do we have left? I want to keep to the 15. We've got six minutes. Okay, I think we can do that. We can give them a couple of minutes back, which our folks might love from a time management perspective. There you here. go. Okay. okay, so how about this concept of... I'll give you another acronym, RACI. Okay, this is um, assuming that it's 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 not just you involved with what's happening. Okay, uh -huh. there's other people involved, and I think understanding because here, let me let me just let me just kind of frame the problem. There's the there's this this goes on. <laughs> Never, not in exactly. organizations. And those of you that are listening on audio, my arms just were flailing around because basically what I'm trying to say is, I thought you were doing it. Nope, I thought you were doing it. Nope, well, well, who who do we need to tell about that? And, and why did we need to tell them and all that? So there, a lot of times we waste time because there's gray area in the, 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 this matrix of, of, of what role we all play in a given project, okay? So let's talk about the R, the A, the C, and the I. What's the R? Responsible. Okay, you're responsible for doing it. Good. What's the A? Accountable. So okay. you're kind of like the cheerleader, supporter. You have to be prepared to jump in to it. Um, 
and like your head will roll if it doesn't if it okay. doesn't get done the buck stops with that person even though somebody on the team is actually responsible got it yep. okay how about the c consulted so um who can kind of who knows about the task who can tell you more about the task uh maybe a stakeholder that's identified so they know about it but that they're not necessarily working on it you can go to go to for questions okay they're in the know yep like it have yep. the answers and what's the i informed informed okay is that like a less important in the know kind of deal is that what that is like you're going to send them the report yes got it yes just keep updated on the progress high level details don't get you know high level don't get them into the details just let them know the what and when it's going to get done basically maybe that's like the boss right okay. keep them informed okay so as an example per se we have a sales meeting and we're going over our dashboard with our key levers. Yeah. Okay, we, we, we know who's responsible for updating what's going on inside of the CRM. We, we also know who's accountable. And then there's teammates that need to be consulted about things or need to be mm -hmm. informed, right? And I think everybody does know that role on our team, which is kind of cool. So do we know that for all projects? I think we've proved this week that we may not have known that for all <laughs> projects. So it does happen. So it's self-awareness and intellectual humility will allow you to continue to get better at time management. But but yeah, that's it. So what are they? Three, pay time, no pay time. Number one. Two, the two by two with important and urgent. Three, understand your role in whatever the project is. How's that? Time management under 15 minutes. I freaking love it. And we've got two minutes to spare. Yeah, those are those for me are, are ones that I use regularly. And um, especially, you know, the cool thing is too, there are charts you can use. And we even offer a tool that helps you break down RACI uh, that, that, that we can offer that's helpful. Because as you Love mentioned, it. Um, it can be in a lot, any different areas of the business when you're working on team projects. So beautiful. Yeah, if we're well, gonna merge on purpose and keep climbing then we've got to manage the only finite asset that we have, okay, which is time. So hope you enjoyed the 15th. Thanks. Amen. Until next time, enjoy the climb. Rock and roll, everybody. See you next time. Thanks, Pete. Do you ever find that your prospect's decision-making process is a mystery? Do you get stuck with people who claim they can make decisions but really can't? Then you're left wondering what to do next? We at Sandler Sailfish excel at the how-tos in sales and sales management. Book a discovery meeting with us today. A discovery meeting is a simple exchange of information to determine fit. A discovery between two parties, nothing more. We've helped thousands of purpose-driven sales leaders and sales professionals just like you to shorten sales cycles, consistently meet sales forecasts, and take control of the sales process once and for all. Go to sailfish.sandler.com backslash book a call or scan the QR code on your screen. Until then, keep climbing.